the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. There's a big fight brewing over 5G. CEOs of the nation's largest airlines say interference from the wireless service on that instrument is worse than they originally thought and that a buffer zone is not enough. President Biden prepares to mark one year in office. You know, his popularity rating, uh, things are going pretty poorly right now. The voting bill faces defeat in the Senate. The partisan election takeover bills that Democrats want to ram through this week are not, not in any way successors of the civil rights legislation from the mid-20th century. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast, your first look at today's top stories for Wednesday, January 19th. I'm Mike Scott. Correspondent Julie Walker reports the nation's largest airlines say that interference from new 5G wireless service on a key instrument on planes is worse than they originally thought and warn of travel disruptions with Wednesday's planned rollout. The new 5G service uses a segment of the radio spectrum that is close to that used by a plane's altimeter, which measures the height of the aircraft above the ground. CEOs of the nation's largest airlines say interference from the wireless service on that instrument is worse than they originally thought and that a buffer zone is not enough. In a letter Monday to federal officials, they wrote, To be blunt, the nation's commerce will grind to a halt unless the service is blocked near major airports. AT&T and Verizon say their equipment will not interfere with aircraft electronics and that the technology is being safely used in many other countries. I'm Julie Walker. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki says talks are ongoing about the 5G rollout after airlines warned of safety issues. We have the safest uh, airspace in the world. Uh, We're committed to reaching a solution around 5G deployment that maintains the highest level of safety while maintaining disruptions, while minimizing disruptions to passenger travel, cargo operations, and our economic recovery. Three people have died as a result of a fire at a senior apartment building in southeastern Wisconsin that also injured several others. Kenosha Fire Department Inspector Keith Ald says it's best not to open doors of burning rooms. One of the most important things that that people can do is if they are unable to exit the building is to keep their front door closed. Um, It will keep the fire at bay um, as best, you know, for for a a longer length of time. U.S. deaths from COVID-19 are rising amid a wave of Omicron infections. Correspondent Jennifer King has more. Health experts say they're finding it difficult to convey how the latest wave will still take so many lives when signs indicate the Omicron variant causes milder disease on average. Dr. Tedros Ghebreyesus is the head of the World Health Organization. Make no mistake, Omicron 
is causing hospitalizations and deaths. In the U.S., the seven-day rolling average for daily COVID-19 deaths is back up to 1,700, with new cases still soaring in many states. Combined models from Pennsylvania State University forecast that a wave of deaths is headed for the U.S., cresting in late January or early February, with a projected 1.5 million Americans hospitalized and over 190,000 dying from mid-December through mid-March. 50,000 to 300,000 more Americans could die by the time it subsides this spring. COVID deaths among nursing home residents started rising two weeks ago, but thanks to vaccines, it's at a rate 10 times less than last year. I'm Jennifer King. Voting legislation, that's a top priority for Democrats and civil rights leaders, seems headed for defeat. A devastating setback enabled by President Joe Biden's own party as two holdout senators refused to support rule changes to overcome a Republican filibuster. In remarks, Senator Patrick Leahy says Republicans should be bold enough to show the nation where they stand. Don't hide behind procedure. Stand on the floor. Have the courage and the honesty to say, I'm going to vote allow people to vote, or I'm going to vote not to allow people to vote. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell says these bills represent a simple power grab, not an effort to extend the vote to more people. The partisan election takeover bills that Democrats want to ram through this week are not, not in any way, successors of the civil rights legislation from the mid-20th century. Supreme Court justices have suggested the city of Boston should have flown a Christian flag. Correspondent Walter Ratliff has details on that story. U.S. Supreme Court justices seem to have little doubt that Boston was in the wrong to refuse to fly a banner described as a Christian flag outside City Hall. Arguments at the high court appear to unite justices on the left and right in favor of Harold Shirtliff, a conservative activist. Although Boston had approved 284 straight applications, most involving the flags of other nations, a city official turned away the application to fly the Christian flag. The case hinges on whether the flag flying is an act of the government, in which case Boston can decide what flies, or an act of private parties. Boston has indicated it would change its policy if it loses the case in order to take more control of what flags can fly. I'm Walter Ratliff. This week marks one year since President Joe Biden took office. Biden was seen by his supporters as a person who could restore a sense of normalcy and a reassuring tone to the White House. In an AP interview, American University political science professor David Barker says President Biden's first year has not been a big success. On the sort of simplest metrics that you use in the moment, um, namely, right, how successfully he's getting his agenda passed and, um, you know, his popularity rating, uh, things are going pretty poorly right now. JD.com, China's biggest online retailer and Canadian e-commerce service Shopify, have launched a venture to give independent U.S. merchants access to JD.com's 550 million customers. The companies say the tie-up would allow U.S. brands to start selling in China in three to four weeks, compared with up to a year typically required to launch cross-border sales. They say the service will use JD's network of 1,300 warehouses and 200,000 delivery personnel in China. 
It will also provide translation and other support. Correspondent Jeremy House reporting. California prosecutors have filed two counts of vehicular manslaughter against the driver of a Tesla on autopilot who ran a red light, slammed into another car, and killed two people in 2019. Bernie Bennett has this story. The defendant appears to be the first person to be charged with a felony in the United States for a fatal crash involving a motorist who was using a partially automated driving system. Los Angeles County prosecutors filed the charges in October, but they came to light only last week. The driver, Kevin George Aziz Riyadh, has pleaded not guilty. Riyadh, a limousine service driver, is free on bail while the case is pending. The criminal charges aren't the first involving an automated driving system, but they are the first to involve a widely used driver technology. Bernie Bennett reporting. The Supreme Court has soundly rejected a challenge to federal rules that require masks be worn on flights. Bob Agnew reports. The court was presented with an emergency request to block a federal mandate for masks during air travel. It's the result of an executive order from President Biden and enforced by the TSA. The challenge was filed on behalf of a man and his four-year-old autistic son, both of whom claim to be medically incapable of wearing masks for an extended period of time. The court rejected the request without comment or noted dissent. Bob Agner reporting. Charmath Palyapatia, the chairman of Virgin Galactic and CEO of Social Capital, says he doesn't care about the plight of Uyghurs, a Muslim-majority ethnic group that's faced persecution by the Chinese government. Palyapatia received considerable blowback on social media after video of his comments went viral on Twitter, but the billionaire's response was something short of an apology. Arkansas Republican Senator Tom Cotton tells Hugh Hewitt on the Salem Radio Network that many big tech CEOs feel nothing for the Uyghurs targeted by the Chinese government. They show a shocking indifference to the depravity of the Chinese communist regime uh, and the plight of the religious and ethnic minorities known as the Uyghur people in northwestern China through the entire civilized world, to include the Biden administration, has acknowledged are suffering at the hands of an atrocious genocide. Despite sitting almost on top of the volcano that erupted so violently, the Pacific nation of Tonga appears to have avoided the widespread disaster that many initially feared. Thick ash on an airport runway has delayed aid deliveries to the small island nation. Correspondent Charles de la Desmo reports. Significant damage was being reported days after a huge undersea volcanic eruption and tsunami. New Zealand is preparing much-needed drinking water and other supplies. But officials say the ash on the runway will delay the first flight for at least a day. A towering ash cloud since Saturday's eruption prevented earlier flights. Ash is also disrupting satellite calls, while communication remains limited due to the apparent severing of an undersea fibre-optic cable. Two deaths have been confirmed on Tonga so far. The tsunami also crossed the Pacific, causing two deaths and an oil spill in Peru. I'm Charles Diladesma. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider podcast at Apple or Google Podcast, Spotify, or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at DaybreakInsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at srnnews.com and townhall.com.
Thanks for starting your day with us. I'm Mike Scott. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.